Hey, Matt, are you recording? Yes. Hey. So, do you want to hear hear about one of my friends? You have friends? I do. Oh, man. Let's hear about it. That's well, not us. Holy so, shit. So, I've got this Dutch friend. Okay. He's in, in the audio industry. Okay. I've got a Czech one, too. Check one, two, Carl. Check one, two. We're giving the golf clap. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Good Lord. Uh, good Lord. Go God. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt, Danny, Anthony, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 211 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. There's no Danny tonight. Womp womp. Over there, we got Big G. Hey, hey. Doing all the sound effects now, officially for the night. Waka waka. And over there we got <laughs> just Ant, just Anthony. You haven't had anything. You're just Anthony. Didn't know if I was gonna make it tonight, so I didn't really want to push my luck. Fair. Uh, too tall, tardy Anthony. Too tall, tardy. <laughs> oh dear lord. And we are here to give you the news. So uh, thank you for joining us. Got to take a moment here at the top of the podcast to really thank you and say. That uh, you listening to us means a lot to us. Yeah, we're just putting this out into the ether, and you're taking your time to listen. We also got to express our deep appreciation for the Patreons of the podcast. Their contributions contribute to the success and growth of the show. So big thank you to Wade97, Amu the Fox, Noah, Slade, Nikki, No Modifier, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, Casey B, Taylor M, Ricky R, Chris O, Coco, Chapman, Ranger Dan, Crazy Mage, and we did get a new one. <gasps> what? Uh, what? Uh, what Q? W A. Oh, W-A-J- hey, what, what Q joined the Discord yesterday? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They, sweet. They are a Patreon as well. So Yay. thank you. Thanks, man. How uh, are you ma'am? assuming, man? Everybody's we, everybody's a dude, okay? We, dude. We, we just, dude. We just uh we're talking about Montessori toys and I showed I showed the missus the uh robot chicken toy story Montessori toy skit. Oh god. I'll send it to you. Oh god I've it's, seen it. Yeah, it's funny as shit. I laugh my ass off every time. Wow. Wow. If you guys wow. are entertained by what you just heard <laughs> Well, for any of the content that we have produced, you don't have to be a Patreon to support us. Going to the podcasting app of your choice, whatever you're using right now, to just rate review, that helps tremendously. Uh, another way that you can help, arguably one of our favorite ways, is just by word of mouth. Telling your LGS rival, telling your grandma, telling your cat, preferably actual people that listen. You know, Maybe your cat's using Alexa, if that's the case, good on them. But you know, yeah. t- tell somebody, word, word of mouth, that's always good. And we would be remiss if we didn't mention our LGS sponsor, J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming, here in the beautiful town of Fargo, North Dakota. Speaking of, let's hear an ad from them now. J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. 
In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening? J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. <laughs> uh, now with all that podcast business out of the way, uh, let's break down what you're going to be hearing in this episode here, starting off with the yeah. breakdown. Tell us, Matt. Tell us. We're going to go over to the Boggle Desk, talk about some salt and sugar reports, talk about a modern challenge review, then in upcoming events, we're going to highlight the one event, one. only one event. Yeah, the the one that matters, the most important, the most important. Going to then jump over to the news, talk about the big news that just dropped today. You know, after after some time off, of course, we're going to have a lot of news to talk about. So we got that uh, new cards getting shown, some minted coins, Ravnica remastered, and murders in Ravnica. Murder. That, that, that's a thing, right? That's that's like a saying from a show. Murder most foul. If they don't have, um, not a, well, I mean Agatha Christie, but what's her name? Angela Lansbury. They got to have an Angela Lansbury uh, stand in oh, for yeah. the murders of Karlov Matter or we Never riot. <laughs> Welcome to the game of Clue. Yes. We have one update for our podcast, though. We have a what? We have an update on our podcast. We have an update. Oh, so yeah, before, I guess before we go. To the uh, oh, <laughs> uh, before we go to the boggle desk, it's we have a, a podcast. It's a quick thing. I'm just going to put it in there. That's all it is because I was asked by our guys that we're doing this with. Okay. Okay. So for everybody just to know, we are trying out the format that we talked about in a thoughtcast about a month and a half ago. That's two probably, months ago. Let's go with that. Um. So we're trying Anthony out this new. No, he wasn't here. I was here for that actually. I was here. You yeah, were not. There's no proof. It's recorded, you fucker. <laughs> Point I, is... I don't hear it on the web. We are... Go fuck yourself. We are trying out a fantasy draft for Commander. And we had a few of the guys uh, I was talking to after everyone else kind of left from the cast um, just ask us to uh, bring some updates of like how it's going, uh, what our thoughts about it are throughout the thing, and kind of uh, just, just give a little... Detail of how people are doing for scores and stuff and just talk about it. So is this like a commander boxing league? Hell yeah, it is. At this point, it is pretty much a boxing league for some of us. <laughs> Matt and us over here. Matt and I, we're uh, we're boxing out for all the best artifacts. Uh, when I say a boxing league, there's like the, the, the commander boxing league where you buy a booster box and use the cards to make a commander deck. Oh. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's a boxing league. No. Okay. No, no. It's not that. No. Not that. Not that at all. Not that. So, not fisticuffs either. So long story short, if you want to know what this is all about, just go back to that thought cast that Dan was very excited to be on and talk about for something. So you can find out what we're doing exactly. We'll tell you a little bit more next time when we get some stuff kind of put together and figure out after our first rounds of games we do. So Imagine like a fantasy football draft. Yeah. Both magic cards. Yeah. With certain restrictions and stuff. And like so. I said, we're trying something out so we can spread it out to everyone else to enjoy and hopefully something we could also bring to the guys over at J Dubs on Thursday nights if they want to do that instead of just come to play all the time. So 
Anyways, that's it. We're testing something new. Oh, so they're just going to draft. They're never going to play. Yeah. Honestly, drafting is fun. They can just draft all they want Chet out got, of a boxing match or whatever. Chet got just like about. picked robbed so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chet. <laughs> Shouldn't have picked those cards then. Yeah, should have picked the cards. Anyways, that's all I got. Moving on. All right, it's time for some salt and sugar. So sugar that I got for this week, uh, all 32 commanders have been selected down to the final four. Two of the decks. He's getting there. Two of the decks should be rather easy to get thrown together, probably within the ne- this next week. Which colors are they? So I have four decks left. I have an Is It. I have a Boros, which is, it is really? for from here and for now always will be called Boris. Thanks Boris. To, thanks to autocorrect. That's, I don't um, need that one. <laughs> and then I have my everything but blue deck and everything but green deck to finish. Yes. Uh, so real quick, so that way people can entertain themselves. Yeah. My is it deck, I saw I've seen it around a couple of times that people are having chat GB or GPT um, make a deck for them. So I'm having that be my <laughs> is it deck. That's awesome. Uh, so it'll it'll be a from the exile theme deck, and the commander is going to be real the Everest. I'm excited and, to see how this one actually turns out. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, it, it is just inspired, so it's not going to be a direct one because when I typed it in, um, it basically had a note at the bottom saying, hey, just remember, you can make your own deck kind of thing. Like, make changes <laughs> to this. Uh, here I was hoping Look back. That, what? I will not do this. Here I was hoping that it would uh, suggest some arena cards for you to put no. into paper. Oh, no, no. Because, <laughs> because you can be super specific. Like, I even tested it out a couple of different times with this same one going, hey, I want a... $100 budget commander deck with this as the commander. Here's the theme. Yeah. Um, because I even, uh, for oh, one for of the other ones, oh, yeah. I did type that in to see what it would pop up. It found some stuff too. And it it was some of the stuff right. I was already thinking on, oh. on the one side. Skynet, it's in your brain already. Right. <laughs> um, so there's that one. That one should be relatively easy to throw together. I think I am going to do, make it a budget friendly version. So, um, take out some of maybe like the expensive lands and spell cards, but who knows? We'll find out. All decks are budget friendly with a printer. You're correct. But yeah, <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have half sticky notes and a bunch of non full art land cards to use. So, so what's your Boris going to be then? Uh, so that is going to be Hactos the Unscarred. This will be an equipment Voltron deck. Um, Anthony actually picked out the commander for this one. I did. Or suggested it, rather. I, I suggested the commander and because... I'm, I'm sticking with it. It looks fun. I'm going to see what it does. And I'm excited. It's going to be a it's, lot of fun. It's one that I've looked at as a thing I always wanted to do, but I'm just not going to be a two-color guy really much, so... Yeah, and I think this one, like this would this be great one, for Garrett to have. This one should be a relatively easy one to get thrown together, be, probably, especially being an equipment Voltron deck. So, yeah. there's that. Um, my everything but blue deck is a Matt theme pick. Yeah. So Matt picked the theme and the commander for this one. Uh, so it is uh, pointing tribal. Yeah. That's that's all you get. That's you don't all, want to say the commander? Nope. I'm, this one I'm going to leave alone. Pointing okay. tribal. Yeah. It's well, pointing tribal. Y- you only got like a few options to, to figure out. You'll you'll figure it out yeah. if you want to figure it out. <laughs> that's um, right. And then my everything but the green deck, um, I'm actually not going to say the commander's for it, even though I put it in the show notes. But it's, sure. the theme is, and this one was picked out by Anthony, uh, science versus faith. 
So that's right. Which is better? Uh, my my coworker is very interested to play against the pointing tribal when I have it done. So there and we go. You, there, there's a lot of art cards, and you know, uh, you gotta you gotta appreciate that level of focus on on deck building. For and, I, and just so everyone knows, I did ask Matt the specific tr- question in the Discord. Does it just need to be a person pointing, or can it be a thing pointing, like at a statue something? or something? Yeah. Yeah. So, and he said anything that is pointing. So, yes. as long as it hey, is pointing at something, a point. or a point, it's pointing. It has to be pointing. So, let's pointing or have a point. No, not having a point because having a point could just be like cube. What if no the flavor gotta, text has a point? Dude, does uh, the flavor text always have a point? I feel like you'll have to text him the <laughs> card and ask him. Does how about this? I'm not. I don't want to be like the end all be. Oh all no, be creative. On oh, this I'm gonna be. That's why I'm. The I point? did ask for the one like clarification. That's all I needed. Um, but then, yeah. So we'll see how. Once, it, a, d- once d- again, d- thank you, whoever invented the original five color commander deck for the everything in chairs. Yeah, this theme thing is just the best. Uh, so my hope is to actually have all four of these decks done by December twenty second. I believe in you because I hope to be flying on a jet plane for a week and won't have any deck building done. Flying the whole week, Jesus. whole week, yep. just up in the air, living that mile, mile flapping my arms. <laughs> all right, but some salt now. <laughs> um, in my. Not being able to sleep this last night, I fucking clicked on the wrong damn card while I was playing. I had a copy copy creature effect. Whoopsie. And I just needed to cast a spell to get a trigger to hit. Yeah. And I accidentally clicked on the wrong legendary one to stick around. To, to be fair, on Arena, it does, like, it, if you don't, like, read it and think about what they're asking, yeah. you click the wrong one. It's oh, like, I, I knew what it, I, I wish, know what it asked for, I wish it would, but like, I clicked on the wrong one. I wish that what they would do is, like, differentiate it where, like, it highlight what the new one is. So you see what the new legendary is. So you can go, oh, I don't want that one. Well, the nice part is when you make copies, it's very evident which one's which. But... This this case also I um I may or may not have killed my really big explore matters card and it's dead and oh, it was dead the, the Chamil the I don't remember which one it was off the top of my head the artifact no, 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 no. it was a creature that oh, discovers yeah. explore. Um, explore the old mechanic uh, but yeah so I uh, I fucked up I still ended up winning the game but I fucked up you done bedoofed yeah um but uh, a last a last looking at how this works in a modern challenge pre banned and restricted announcement from today. Yes. You ready for this? Uh, can anyone guess what the top slot is? Rakdos game. You're right. Good job. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Merc Tide region decks taking up that number two metagame summary spot with uh, 15.62%. Five of the decks in this challenge. Crashing Footfalls decks, uh, three decks, 9.38% of the meta. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some Hammer Time decks. Oh, they're coming back. Two decks, 6.25. Number one deck at, at this challenge, Merktide Regent. Number two, Crashing Footfalls. Uh, a number three spot is a Death Shadow deck. And number four, Hammer Time. So, Ooh, Death Shadow, um, nice. You know, um, this is probably the last time I'll say this. The top creature that was played uh, is Fury. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, the last Hint. time the last time you'll say that spoiler. Oh, spoiler! 
I know. Everybody it could be the last time. It could be. We don't know. Could be. We'll have to get to the band and restricted announcement. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I'm going to talk about there. So there's that. All right. So upcoming events. You've yeah. been waiting. We've teased it. It's here. It's back in a new fancy coat. Of snow. Of snow. Uh, so instead of this summer in MTG like we did last year, we're doing this winter in MTG. We're I don't know what you're I feel great. We're going to we're, we're try to warm up the place with some hot magic. We're going to do that. Hot. We're finally going to recreate Bearscape. <laughs> Fucking right don't, we are. Nomad's going to yeah, be I was here. Say, don't tease Nomad with this if we ain't doing it. Well, he better get the hotel room with the, with the hot tub. The jacuzzi tub. Yep. All right, so this, this winter in MTG is going to be on December 16th. Yes, in two short weeks. Hell yeah. Um, if you're a part of our Discord, I already announced this. So um, it's just we have not put it out on our uh, podcasting information stuff yet because we took last week off. So that way a little man could celebrate his first birth, our first anniversary of escaping the womb. His first trip around the sun. I like mine better. How much does it cost to escape? Uh, we can talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. uh, so a lot. too uh, much. Yes, it is a quick turnaround for the event itself, but we believe in our listeners. We believe in our community because our main focus on this is one to have fun playing magic. But this is our event that we are going to be collecting donations uh, for magic kids. And what's that you say? Raffles, maybe. <gasps> prizes oh. even oh. yes there might be a few prizes here and there i guess so make sure to show up to j-dubs in fargo north dakota at 12 noon for some chaos drafting Ooh. so the cost Sorry. for cost for the event is ten dollars plus the price of your packs and these are draft packs so if you happen to have draft packs lying around at home Look at that. You have draft packs, and you only have to pay 10 bucks. That's right. If you want to go, you know what? I don't want to open this Mirrodin pack that I have sitting at home unopened for some reason. That's fine. Buy some packs at J-Dubs. Or right. stop at any of our, an LGS in your area. Stop at one of our other LGSs if it's on your way. We've got Paradox. We've got Little Big Wars. We've even got the, uh, the record shop that sells packs of cards. Yeah, they do. Vinyl Giant. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Game Giant. It's Game Giant, technically, that sells them. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're the they, same person that owns them. Yeah, they're just split in half. On the yep. right-hand side, you got vinyls. On the left-hand side, you got games. Yep. And boys, uh, it's all one giant store, though, right? Exactly. Giant. So, giant. Uh, giant. Pl- plenty of chaos will be happening. I'm sure there will be some opportunities to play some Oathbreaker, some Commander, just hang out with the guys and gals that are a part of This Week in MTG. Pretty um, sure we'll bring our stuff to play with you guys if you wanted to really badly. Fuck yeah, I'll bring as many. I of mean, we'll take turns de- running the raffles. Don't worry. I'll I'll take as many of my thirty-two decks that are completed with Holy me buckets. next weekend. Maybe I'll be at thirty by that point. Ooh. He'll be at thirty-two. God no. <laughs> Unless you're footing the bill for me to get all the cards. Nope. Nope. I would not happen. I would highly recommend if you know any younger younger nerds, kid nerds, you know, have them come to this event to to. Come play some magic, you know. Yeah. They don't have to participate in the draft, but just hanging out playing some Oathbreaker yeah. as well. Or or hell, some tell commander. them, tell them some to bring their standardized Switch. sets. We want it to be a kid-friendly event, so you know, bring the bring the pups around. But yeah. Um, so uh prizes for this event. I know a lot of people might be interested. 
it will be store credit based off of attendance. So you want more, you want more store cred? Bring, bring your friends. Bring your friends. Bring your hated other LGS rival. Bring know. your nemesis. Who knows? Bring people. Come celebrate. Come support a great cause. Um, unfortunately, Kelly from Magic Kids will be down at DreamHack Atlanta. Yep, yep. So he won't be able to come hang out and pal around with us, but... Um, I'm sure the the guys here, we will find a way to connect with Kelly, get him the, those donations and stuff. And yeah, so there we go. Yeah. Now to the news. Anthony, take it away. Here we go. So today, the big announcement for the band restricted list happened. And let me tell you, we, we got some bangers. About time they banned this card. In I know. Popper. Monastery Swift Spear, you're out of here. I'll tell you right now, you're too damn good. I mean, it is pretty fucking good. So, sorry for you Popper players that really enjoyed Monastery Swift Spear. You're just going to have to kind of figure something else out now and deal with it. And I'm sorry that I'm loud. But you yeah, have to enjoy to, it. To, to all the eardrums that are now bleeding. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I got the oomph in my voice. Yeah. Poor, poor Monastery Swiss Beer. It's only been in Popper for not even a year because it got downshifted in just... Uh, Brothers Met. War. Was it Brothers War? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was uh, one of the Master Sets this summer. Nope. Brothers War. All right. Brothers War. Or was it the Master Sets? I thought it was Master Set. I thought it was uncommon in... Hey, you're on this. Go find it for us while, I'm, while we finish talking about poor Monastery Swiss Beer. Anyways, so it's gone. Uh, no other changes for Popper, which is fine. Um, I think the explanation behind this one is very well. Actually, I'll be honest. The explanation behind all of these bands, and even an unbanned technically, were very explanatory. Was it the Double Masters? Double Masters is one. Double was Masters twenty twenty two. Yep, when I got okay, it's common. Okay, so I got printed common before Brothers War because oh, for draft reasons, that's why they have it at uncommon in Brothers War. Anywho, so um, now we're gonna jump to Pioneer though. Because this is one that a lot of people in the realm of Pioneer, they've been wanting some change. They want something new. They're tired of Mono Green Nykthos being a douchebag to everybody and just ruin their day all the time. And guess what? Y'all got what you wanted. They banned Nykthos. No, I'm just kidding. They banned Karn, the great creator. Because, like I said before, in the times we talked with Casey and everything else, and also Matt's been on this point too. And even with Jay from MTG Drip, we talked about it a little bit in our special show, that we don't want Nykthos to get banned. We want other monocolor decks to play and be a thing. Yeah, dude. Mono black, mono blue with Nykthos. Mono red. Mono red with the new god guy from Ixalan. I mean, that could be a really good thing. Yeah. So the point is... Make Goblin Chain Whirler great again that's, with Nykthos. I mean, you could <laughs> easily. Uh, but no, it, it was just a logical choice to do Karn for the simple fact that one... Um, like you see in modern legacy and commander stuff, like the one sided null rod effect is very, very potent against people. And then the other part was that they mainly talked about explaining how the wishboard thing was like too much and just something that like easily it was out trouncing games with getting to like similar pay, play patterns where you were just constantly getting the same cards just to take over the game after you've, had, after you've gotten to a point where you already kind of were strong enough as it was. Quote from the article with yes. Karn the Great Creator. 
capable of finding threats and solutions to whatever the deck encounters, it can be quite difficult to go over the top with this strategy. This causes the metagame to either try to go underneath or try to ignore what's going on with their own what they're doing with their own combo strategy effectively bending the metagame due to its existence the consistency and strength of the deck also makes it very difficult for various types of fair mid-range strategies to exist exactly so, so i mean it, it was like i said once you're already winning you just were really winning so there was no point um and then of course there was geological appraiser the new uncommon with how, discover four how the mighty have fallen and there's a reason that got banned real fast so we're just, what are you talking about a blood uh, a blood blood <laughs> blood braid elf is ban worthy yeah blood braid elf is ban worthy with uh, a lot of other effects and other <laughs> stupid things that could do and with quintorius con so i think we only talked about the quintorius combo we didn't talk about the geological appraiser the other week you want to give a rundown of how that works uh yeah so very simple is that you have the geological appraiser, which is uh what is it, just a two three or something for four mana? Yes. I think. And if only we three had two. a way to three two. look it it's up. It's a three two. I know. Just like a bl- blood braid elf. Just like a blood braid elf. Just no haste. Mono red, no haste. Yep. Has discover four, so you have to find something with four three. or less. That's three? It's discover three. Oh, that's right. Three. Quintorius is four. That's what I'm thinking of. Because you have to get to this guy. You get yep. Okay, and then basically you have clones. Yep, uh, Mirpool Mimic, the one and from Zendikar, is the only one that they use there. In the Explorer? They don't also use the double or uh, Spark Double? Spark Double's four. So the Spark Double yeah. is for Quintorius. The Geological Appraiser is a different one where they just have the Mirpool oh, Mimic. Oh, ha- because they have the, they, the Mirpool Mimic and it's the... Uh, Eldritch Evolution that they chain into to get to the Trumpeting Carnosaur. Well, yeah, they do that too, but there's another... Anyways, there's... Point is, there's two there's two uh, uh, clone cards that are three or less. Oh, the is one from, yeah. Anyways, so essentially, what you do is you basically overload your field with all these dudes in play, and you just keep cloning the guy, so you keep discovering three constantly. You get yourself to the point where you just have this arching giant army that most people can't deal with. It's a problem, and then. Like Matt said, you can Eldritch Evolution into your Carnosaur and just kill somebody. Yeah, the final piece to give it haste is uh, that dragon from um, Keldheim. I'm trying to find a deck right now. You do that. So it was kind of a problem. And it was, I would probably put it at, for, ex, for Pioneer, it was very much so a Splinter Twin-esque type problem that they just couldn't deal with and didn't need to have in there. So they got rid of it. Uh, you'll also see the same bannings for Explorer, just to get that out there for Arena, because Explorer and you know Pioneer are very similar type formats almost, trying to mirror each other. So, And then we had a really awesome unbanning. Which, uh, unbannings don't happen. Unbannings happen, okay? No. Yes. For Pioneer, people are going to be excited. No. That Smuggler's Copter, the old classic looter scooter, has been unbanned. Oh, goddamn. And Wizards feels at this point that it's time that the copter itself... You should probably say the actual name of the card, not just the looter scooter. I did say it. I said Smuggler's Copter. Oh, okay. You would know if you weren't reading on your phone. I'm reading stuff about a comic book, okay? Clearly, it's more important than this cast. No, it's not. It's just an interesting (laughs) thing that I didn't see earlier today. I'm just giving shit. 
No, that's fine. But yeah, so they just like what they said. Well, they got their mat. They said basically for the reason why they got it back. Um, so, quote, we banned Smuggler's Copter back in December of 2019. Since then, many new sets have entered the format, and as such, the format has naturally grown in power over time. While unbanning is not something we do very often, we believe the format can absorb it successfully. Reintroducing it will create new deck-building puzzles, or revive old ones, and provide additional diversity. Yeah. Like a lot of people said, too, like the format's at a point now, I think, that Looter Scooter isn't really... A big deal, or Smothers Copter, for people I don't know what it is. I think a lot of people were commenting on the fact that, or talking about, like, there's a lot of artifact removal and stuff. Yeah, there's enough hate. Yeah. There's enough There's enough of everything you need to actually make it a, not be as good. And the reality of, like, two mana for a one crew, uh, two, three flyer that can loot from just attacking. I, I'm excited to see how many, like, uh, Fable of the Mirror Breaker X decks are going to be like uh, oh. uh, curving up with turn two scooter, turn three fable swing with the the token from the fable. I mean, you can do a lot of things. You can do a lot of things. I mean, like you can do a lot of things beyond that even. Yeah. Like, I think for me personally, this is something that really pushes me into wanting to build a, like the new Tezzert from Kamigawa, like more vehicle focused one. Yeah. Because it works. I mean, a 3-3 three, three flyer, sorry, 3-3 three, three flyer that just loots on attack or blocks. I mean, that's fine. Oh, I forgot that the block yeah. card. It's, yeah. just, always, it's yeah. just always an aggressive card. It's always an card. aggressive card. <laughs> you forget that it also triggers when it blocks. Yeah. Wow, the more you know. The more you know. But yeah, I think I, I think it's a good choice. And like you said, there's a lot of extra stuff. So, um, well, we better go to the big one. Oh, baby. Oh. Right. Garrett's, get, Garrett's a little turnt right now. Big G's got a big D right now. <laughs> He's got a big D on this whole problem. Yeah. All right. So earlier today, about approximately whoa, 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 six whoa. hours ago. What, are you going to talk about this? I'm going to talk about these. But we got to finish the modern band. Oh, man. Fine. I thought we were talk talking about this. It affects <laughs> you. You should be kind of upset <laughs> about this. <laughs> he is. Well, <laughs> modern got some bannings. Sure did. We saw at least one of them coming, or at least. No, that one of them was coming. One and a, a half. Fury got banned. Yeah, and then up to Beanstalk also, also got, got banned. banned. So Fury, not surprised about like at all. I figured they were gonna go after a little bit of the four color elementals deck and a little bit of the scam deck. I honestly thought they were gonna go after more. I thought we were gonna have like four cards on the modern banning. I didn't. I didn't believe that was gonna be a thing. I was thinking it was just gonna be Fury because. I well I I thought they would do a like I said a little bit to like I know I really freaking really neuter scam do decks. do some fucking shaking up maybe yeah, too that I too. was hoping for shake like this is my part of where I'm just upset where it's I should sure phrase I'm not a hundred percent upset I'm like fifty two percent upset right now yeah so it's it's interesting to see because uh, up the beanstalk was really more so like it. It's it just was a, starting to find its home in some decks here and there. A lot of decks. Well, okay. So just, just some decks here and there. <laughs> so the problem with up well, the not beanstalk, like it was in the entire meta or anything. Yeah, it wasn't at all. <laughs> so the problem with up the beanstalk was besides the fact that it made sense to get played in a deck that used evoke elementals. No. Like mainly Omnath. No. Which is fine. But you were seeing it with people running 
uh, stuff with Cascade ideas. Oh, yeah. Like, it, just, it just was a huge draw engine that technically, if you really want to get down to the brass tacks idea of the whole thing, it was probably a worse draw engine to deal with versus the one ring since well, that's a little bit slower and, and damages you. And that one, honestly, too, I was talking with a buddy about the uh, the announcement at work. Yeah. Because fellow nerd, magic player, and we also have a common prep. <laughs> that works great. Um, his idea is right now they did the up the beanstalk um, as a like precursor to the one ring getting banned because they want to continue to sell Lord of the Ring shit through the holidays. I, I mean, mean, it makes you're, sense. It's it's all right. I could agree with that. I'm also still going to be a big proponent that I don't think the one ring is really as bad as people think it is. No, and and so with modern too, I honestly did think that they were gonna go after scam a lot heavier. Oh yeah, I did. I I was, but to the point where honestly, I'll probably look at my scam deck here, and I mean, Fury's a component of it, but it's not necessarily a major component of it. Hey, let me tell you about this uh, modern Demir scam deck I was building. Oh yeah, well, I was mainly just thinking about a mono black deck. <laughs> you could do that too. So you could do that too. I Personally, know. I figured they would have went with grief instead of fury. I know fury yeah. is one that like people are all about. Oh, the X ones, the poor X ones, and my only thought goes into, yeah, but like, but in, play pattern stuff. Grief is like way fucking worse to deal with. But here's the thing: fury covers two decks. Fury covers well for a sure. Lot of decks sometimes. for sure two decks. Yeah, where it's the Omnath deck and it's the Scam deck, two of yep. the bigger decks in the meta. And right now. oh no, it also covers into Rhinos too. It's a sideboard card. I forgot it was a sideboard but piece. But the the bigger thing I could see where they the Fury part is like I was talking with Wade about this, and I said I would like to say that I would I would guess Grief would have been the one, but I said Fury is probably more likely just for the simple fact that if you look at Scam decks, I don't know about you, but I don't know how to deal with. A five mana, four four double striker on my turn one, across because my that, table. That shit will fucking yeah. hit you hard. And, and unless you want to delve in hard to dismember into your deck or other things to try to stop it, I mean you're just you're not playing your outs. You're playing for oh, defense yeah. exactly. So, so Fury is a good choice. It's yeah. fine. Once again, the evoke elementals probably were a mistake. Yeah. Oh well. Never know. We'll figure it out. Never. But know. up the you beanstalk though. We'll, we'll never know. We'll never know if the evoke <laughs> elementals was a bad idea. We'll never know. But uh, up the beanstalk though, I will say like the saddest part about the beanstalk though, being banned like got chopped the fuck down. Oh, he got chopped down. It was my my one thing of the of the gleaming light of like it's too bad it did get banned was the golden for... egg fell. <laughs> See how many keep that. Going. How many more can you get? You got another one. Well, I mean, I could get one little piggy, two little piggy, maybe even three little piggies worth of jokes on this one. Are you sure? Did you call Jack about this? You know what? You check with him, make sure you, it's okay? You need to make sure you pay the toll troll, okay? <laughs> I'm not and saying you that's get, that. And you get away, <laughs> oh, you get away from my Billy Goat's gruff. Oh, my God. But yeah. No, the only downside was... <laughs> the only downside was there was... An actual control deck for modern that was popping up because of up the beanstalk. Only reason why it was kind of sad to see it go, because as everybody knows for modern that plays modern, there's no control decks. It's all like Merktide's not having control. It's mid range. Yeah. So I mean, like the arc. I mean, grandly said, some people they don't really care. They're not sad about it. But if you're a control player and you like playing control, it 
it was nice to have something yeah. to play then again, in a sense of being like, oh, I don't get to play Control anymore. It's like, nope, you sure don't, so sorry. Hey, you should you should probably quick talk about Danny's favorite format, Explorer. I already did. I'm just giving you shit. I already did talk about that. Same bands as good old Pioneer. I know. Uh, and Legacy, of course, nothing. And Vintage, nothing. What about and Standard? Commander, nothing. And Standard, nothing. Oathbreaker? Not a recognized format by Wizards yet. Oh, well, Hopefully God, yeah. soon, but still nothing. Unless, all right, all something. right. But the point is, that's what we got. If you have any concerns or comments about it, talk to us in our Discord. We're moving on. Now to the real reason I've got a big D right now. Yeah, you do got a big yeah. D for some reason. So uh, MTG just released probably something I'm super freaking happy about. Not probably. I really am. Yeah, there you go. That's the truth. More Doctor Who cards. Yeah, buddy. My so, wallet. Um, for those of you who are not Doctor Who fans, um, last weekend, last Saturday, um, the 14th Doctor made their official appearance in a full episode. Spoilers ahead. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, cool. You've been warned. The 14th Doctor is David Tennant playing a different version of the Doctor than the one he's already played. Say that again, but slower. <laughs> Excitement man over here, watch out. David Tennant, who previously played the 10th Doctor and is already on a Doctor Who card as the 10th Doctor. Yep. Is back. As so that's David Tennant? That's David yeah, Tennant. that's David Tennant. He is the 14th Doctor as well. Did not look like him in the card there. They're, they're, well, look, look he's, he's got a little bit different outfit from the 10th Doctor, but still like the same vein. He's got the suit coat, he's got the suit, um, and then the tie. It's him. And the same us. color scheme, too. Um, different sonic screwdriver. All that jazz. Um, so sonic y. There are different, different things with the personality that's changed up a little bit. But three cards got announced. Um, I personally have not watched the most recent new episode, so, um, I don't know how much one of these cards fits other than, obviously, the person that is depicting the character. So the three cards that got announced are the 14th Doctor, Rose Noble, and the Celestial Toymaker. Okay? So the first card uh, being the 14th Doctor, and I'm actually going to read it up here because I can read it better on this picture than on the ones they have in the article. For a hybrid, red and green, white, and then a blue, you get a 3-4 Legendary Creature Time Lord Doctor. That reads, whenever you cast this spell, reveal the top 14 cards. Oh, why 14, I wonder? (laughs) Put all Doctor cards revealed this way into your graveyard and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. You may have the 14th Doctor enter the battlefield as a copy of a a Doctor card in your graveyard for as... uh, Sorry, that was... Put there from your library this turn. If you do, it gains haste until end of turn. The reason I made the note of I have not watched the most recent one, I don't know if there's a story element to why he gets to copy an old doctor. Because it's David Tennant. I'm guessing so. Other than an idea I have, but I'll keep that to myself for the moment. Good choice. Um, Now, Rose Noble, who is the daughter of Donna Noble, who has a card. What? Yeah, I know. What? You For three generic and a blue, you get a 2-3 legendary creature human with ward two, 
that also reads, whenever you cast a doctor spell or creature spell with doctor's companion, draw a card. It also has doctor's companion. And then it has the flavor text, the daughter of a time traveler, ready for adventure of her own. So there's that. And then the card that a lot of people might be excited for, uh, the Celestial Toymaker, and the reason I say they might be excited for it is because it has Neil Patrick Harris. MPH! Not as Phyrexia, the but character. <laughs> I because love he, That's actually Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah, he, Fuck yeah, he bro. He's in Doctor Who? Yeah! As of now, yes. He is just vamping himself up into all the cool things that we love. I'm a, I'm a Neil Patrick Harris stan. You yeah. know he's in the fourth uh, Matrix movie too, right? No, I haven't watched the fourth Matrix movie. Well, well you need to watch it now. Anyway, so for for Esper, so a white, a blue, and a black, you get a legendary creature, Rogue Artificer, that is 2-4. Whenever Celestial Toymaker attacks, look at the top three cards of your library, exile any number of them faced in a face-down pile, and the rest in a face-up pile. Defending player chooses one of those piles. Put that pile into your hand. At the beginning of your... Of each end step, each opponent loses two life for each spell or ability that caused one or more players to guess or to group cards or permanents into a pile this turn. New Sphinx Travel. That's cool as fuck. This is awesome. Yeah. So I'm getting this. Super freaking excited. I'll get this. I'm a fan of Factor Fiction, and this is mini Factor Fiction. What, What is that Theros Beyond Death? Artemis? Not Artemis. Uh, the the unknown, the unseen, whatever it does, it, it, it was uh, yeah, in control yeah, yeah. decks and standard for Theros Beyond Death. It's like two black, blue, two four, yeah, ETPs, yeah. and it's just a smaller factor fiction. This this like uh, I'm a fan of factor fiction spells. So I Neil just, Patrick Harris, just hold your horses though. Hold them. There are two more cards. Does Neil that, Patrick Harris get his death ray? That will no. He is not <laughs> Doctor Evil. You mean horrible. or Doctor Horrible? Doctor Horrible. Dr. Sorry, horrible. wrong. Doctor Horrible. Negative adjective with a doctor's name. Oh, he's a, he's a doctor a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do he house her baby? Well, he's not a doctor here. He's a toy. He's maker a toy maker. Here. Oh, fair. Yeah. But he's he's affiliated he's, with a doctor because he's in a doctor show. He's in a lot of doctor shows. Anyway, there Point are two is. more cards set to be revealed for this. Um, it is a secret layer. <gasps> Side note: He's legend, Derry. <laughs> I was wondering how long it was going to take somebody here to make that, especially Bless when Neil I, Patrick Harris. Especially when I announced it's Neil Patrick Harris, and you're like, "That's fucking Neil Patrick Harris." I did look like it. Like, yeah, you, you got to look there a little bit. Like, I didn't realize again, David Tennant there. Either. Well, it also, it also, for me, it helps. I'm obviously watching the show, and I've been seeing that. Okay, Neil Patrick Harris is in Doctor Who now. That's awesome. Dude. I only know because this weekend I watched on Disney Plus the trailer for the new. Three episode thing for yes. this. Have you guys um, watched the series of unfortunate events on Netflix? With yes, it's yes. wonderful, fucking beautiful. Y'all, y'all, hi, Do highly recommend service because it. it's Neil fucking Patrick Harris, and it yeah. does the source material some fucking justice. Yes, too. it's so, very good. Um, I want some White Castle now. <laughs> Shh, let him finish. Let him finish. No, there are be, two... be proud. I'm getting these fucking references right. It doesn't happen often. It, it is a good thing, actually. I'm okay with it. <sighs> okay. I can anyway, accept that. <laughs> anyway. It's Neil there, Patrick Harris, baby. Now we're done. <laughs> there are two more cards set to be released to put that fucking quest end down. That's his end of his quest, though. And I'm defending it. I don't care. <laughs> there are two more cards. This is a secret lair um, that will be in this particular secret lair. 
Uh, it is going on sale December 11th. Woo! And if anyone hasn't gotten me a Christmas present yet. <laughs> so don't get I'm Garrett this just Christmas saying, present. I'll take 20. If, if, if you're getting <laughs> gifts for Garrett, uh, let, uh, get, get give me up. a meet and greet with Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> yeah. Dude, um, Garrett, but, I got you this great gift. You know, it's, uh, it's going to be meeting Neil Patrick Harris, except... Um, we're gonna have you give it to Matt. Instead. Yeah, yeah, so it's fine. We give it to um, Matt. Perfect. So there, there's some speculation that uh, what the last two cards are going to be. What is that? Uh, it is going to. So they've already announced who the fifteenth Doctor is because yep. after these specials, so there was one last weekend. There's one this week, or there was one this past weekend. One two weekends ago. Yep, 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 yep. yep and yep, then yep, yep. I believe the next one is supposed to be this weekend, if I remember correctly. Um, anyway, um, in the most, the one that will be coming out next as of this recording, um, has the new doctor and I'm going to unfortunately butcher his name, uh, Nuti Godwa. He was in the Barbie movie. Uh, he's in a show called sex education, very good actor. Um, and that, so he is spec, his card is speculated to be in that. And then his companion, uh, Ruby Sunday. So that's the speculation on the article. So there's that piece. It's Neil Patrick Harris, baby. <laughs> yeah, there, there's Matt's big takeaway. He has a Neil Patrick Harris. That's all he cares about. That's all he cares about. Legends matter. Legends matter. Oh, my God. Meaning? Can, how, how, many, how many like uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Harris references could you jam into an Esper deck here, do you think? I like, feel like we could... We, there's Matt's theme for his 32 challenge. Yeah, write it down because I might, who knows. Once I'm done with the 32 challenge, I might take a break from deck building, but then I've got a couple other decks I'm sure I wanted to build. I'm going to take a break for a day, and then I'll be right back. 32 more decks, motherfuckers. Let's go! <laughs> but they're my choices, not controlled. Anyway, uh, so yeah, moving on. Hey, you guys like Black Lotus? I mean, who doesn't like a Black Lotus? Does it have Neil Patrick Harris? No, but it's in coin form. I'm out. Well, I mean, Neil Patrick Harris does do magic, and he does coin. You could use that. Yeah. Tell us about it, Matt. So, uh, according to IconMint.com, there is a 2023 Magic the Gathering Alpha Black Lotus 2-ounce silver coin. Limited and exclusive design, officially licensed by Wizards of the Coast, and limited to 499 pieces, this coin features the iconic Black Lotus artwork by Christopher Rush, symbolizing power and rarity. The reverse side is detailed with the words Alpha Edition, the set symbol, the five colors of the magic color pie, the date, the Samoan coat of arms, Samoan coat of arms, and the official Magic the Gathering logo. Uh, collector's presentation. The coin is presented in a bespoke black wooden box adorned with the symbols of the five mana types and the magic crest and logo. It comes with a numbered certificate of authenticity highlighting its rarity and value as a collector's item for both magic enthusiasts and coin collectors. Mm. Icon Mint exclusive a piece of history. As an exclusive creation of Icon Mint and MDM, this coin is not just a collectible bit of piece of magic history representing 
the game's legacy, spirit and discovery, and strategic magical battles. Its scarcity and unique design position its sought-after item for collectors and fans. And it goes on talking more about it, like, well, for, for, oh, I guess maybe this one's kind of important. Who is Icon Mint? This is my first time hearing about Icon Mint. Uh, we are the bespoke mint with a mission to create the world's finest... <laughs> world's finest collectibles we collaborate with world-renowned brands to develop exciting collaborations such as the black lotus series we're proud to bring the black lotus to life in new miss new oh geez, numismatic form to us the limited edition release is not just a coin it's a dream come true so you get this fancy coin for the low low price of 299.95 oh shit it's not 300 i'm buying it yeah not coming it's coming soon it doesn't have a date yet on it huh but you can sign up on now there's a there's a year on the bottom there for you matt for a date well 2023 (laughs) okay so i'm just kidding so uh, they haven't had a release date for it yet i mean i don't know it's definitely a fancy thing if i mean if you like collecting weird stuff like watches and coins that been put out there pieces of it. cardboard well i mean yeah i'd rather just put cardboard <laughs> magic is definitely like going to be they're 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 solidifying themselves in a lifestyle collector's world watches you know, shoes those. shirts hot pastries you can put in a microwave crackers hot delicious crackers. snack crackers got those as well i mean we also had art books which i'm kind of sad they haven't done more art books but still like you said lifestyle what do you put on your coffee the... table? Pieces of art. What do, what do you ha- put on your mantle? Collectible things like coins and other stuff. What do I have in my basement? Artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on my little square cards. Magic definitely knows like their demographic. You know, as yeah. as oh, yeah. collectors, like th- this is the something way, that people the will whales buy. are coming. They're just like just... if I had if I had tons of fucking money, I'd be buying all these stupid things for my house, and my wife would look at me like I'm stupid. But <laughs> I wouldn't care because I love magic. Yeah. She doesn't already. Listen. Listen. <laughs> I'm still on the good side. Let's keep it that way. Okay. Let's keep it that way. Well, let's keep on Danny's celestial good side and move on to the next Yeah. Topic. We got Ravnica Remastered Previews. We've already talked about this. So once again, if you want to go back and check out the September 22nd or 22nd article, check it out. But here's the cool thing. Uh, we got more serialized cards coming. And Wizards Previewed. Birds of Paradise, Steam Vents, and Niv Mizzet. All right, next topic. Hey, I was just going to mention the one thing for it. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, but anyways, the serialized cards are only going to be in the retro frames, and they're going to have the cool old stool swoosh star that they have on the bottom and everything. So Matt has a question. Not a question, a statement. Uh, some statement. people were doing some maths, and this is on like speculation because since they only shown that Steam Vents is the only serialized one at the time of recording, yeah, it's like it'd be weird if they didn't do all ten, meaning yeah. that there would be five thousand of five hundred of each serialized oh, yeah, yeah. of each. Yeah, yeah. Five, there'd be five thousand serialized <clears throat> uh, Shocklands of these and people are uh are saying that these are probably going to be the most premium sound after shocklands yeah and guess what garrett will do if he gets one sell it give me the rest of the fucking cards on my list buddy that's right <laughs> grade it then sell it but yeah 
otherwise, yeah, that's really what they've shown us so far. So, like, we'll get a cool list here down the road or whatever. So, anywho, that's all that is. Next bit's really, really sweet, short, and simple. Yeah. Go for it, man. Uh, Literally all you need, all the information you need was in the notes. Uh, pr- pr- uh, Murders of Karlov Manor. Uh, preview starts December 5th. Full gallery estimated to be out by January 26th. And then, That's all the information we have. <laughs> yep. Previews are tomorrow. We have no, we, we, we are waiting for Agatha Christie and we're waiting for Angela Lansbury to be in this set somehow. And find out who killed who. Yes. We're going to be in, there's going to be, there's going to be a mention. Are ready for this? Cape Cove. No, Cape Cod. You ready for an Agatha Cove. Christie reference that'll go way over your head? Over oh my, my head? God. Yes. Yeah. Is there going to be a giant wasp that kills something? A giant wasp? I thought Agatha Christie just like wrote murders and stuff. She did. It's, that a, doc- like, it's a Doctor Who reference. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I say that sounds more sci-fi. So there we go. Yeah. Fun. You fun. need to watch Doctor Who. You'd really enjoy it. If I had time. You got plenty of time. I don't have You drive time. a fucking truck. You yes, because I can watch driving? TV while driving a truck, Garrett. What the... <laughs> Yes. Oh, you actually drive the thing? I thought you just sat in it. <laughs> oh, you're right. It's uh, it's AI powered by Tesla Space Corp that drives me around there. I'm all prepared for this, man. Good for Ken Sanitation. <laughs> Jumping up on the uh, technology front. Good being, for that. Being very eco-friendly. Right? While they throw trash away. <laughs> well, you, speaking of trash, you ready to see Matt's uh, weekly winner's game score? Go down into the garbage. Well, since we recorded, I have a zero score right now. Currently, both you and Casey are tied. Yeah. Your score is pretty much in the garbage. We know. You'll you'll remain tied for number one because Matt's playing now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Conjured Currency, the final part of our segment where we play the weekly winner's game, where we read the weekly winner's article from MTG Stocks that goes over three to four cards of note moving up and down in price. Now, the game we like to play is one of us will purposely not read the article and then have to guess what format and what commander, if if it's it's a commander format, or what deck is causing the card to go up in price if it is a non-commander card. Just got to emphasize, the reason why there's that extra stipulation now is because I was too good at this game. I I always got the format right. No, you fucking sucked. Your score is zero right now. Your score tells I'm, a lot. I'm going to get on the board, baby. <laughs> what, with a, another big fat goose egg? Hey, man. First so what off, you're telling us is Danny that, loves uh, those goose eggs, as he said in the chat. <laughs> yeah. All right. Gotta keep, so, got to preserve those goose eggs for him. Goose, goose. This week's contestant is Matt. He's going to guess the format, he's going to guess what deck or commander is causing this to go up. So, here we go. The first card up on the chopping block for Matt to guess is Marrow Commerce. For on Friday, it went up two hundred and thirty-four percent, sitting at twenty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Now, this is a card from Lorwyn. It is a tribal elemental merfolk deck, or card. Sorry, not deck. Card. Tribal enchantment. Yep, that's what I meant. Not elemental. Thank- He's tired, okay? Yep. I, one and a half hours of sleep. Words are going to be extremely hard. I got you. And it reads, at the end of your turn, untap all merfolk you control. Okay? Now, oh, this... Oh, oh, also note too, this is an uncommon. Oh, yeah, thank uncommon. you. Yeah. This is an uncommon at $30. 
it has so as of Friday, it was thirty dollars. Yeah. We record on a Monday, so there tends to be a little bit of difference on pricing. So the average price as of today, Monday, is nineteen dollars and fourteen cents, and that is what people are trying to sell it at. Market price is fifteen dollars and twenty four cents, which is what people are buying it at. Still uncommon. <laughs> yep, it's still an uncommon, <laughs> but God. it's from Lorwin, so yeah, that yeah. makes yeah. sense. Older, smaller set. Yep. Uh, foils for this are sitting at $36.90, European average, €2.59. Now, the all-time low for this deck, or for this card, was $0.65. The all-time high was on Friday at $29.99. Now, I hear you saying, are there any other printings? No, there's no other fucking printings of this card. It's from Lorwin. It's Lorwin, baby. Yeah. So... I've already told it's a it's a one generic one blue uh, for tribal enchantment merfolk that reads at the end of your turn untap all merfolk you control. Now Matt, can you name that format? Uh, commander, and because of that deep root pilgrimage card, you're just you're sticking with that. Yeah, deep root pil- pilgrimage. <laughs> Deep root pilgrimage is the commander. Half a point. It's commander, um, but it's mainly talking about one of two merfolk commanders in the Simic variety. Don't fucking be doing fucking Kumena shit as well. Is Kumena on there? Kumena's on there. Yeah, Kumena's on there. They don't mention deep root pilgrimage at all for this. Actually, no. This is bullshit. (laughs) That's because everybody knows to put in the fucking deck mat. But guess uh, what? What do you do with Kumena? You tap your merfolk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but we had Kumena before, and we and, got deep you know, root. Excuse me, sir. Um, time for objections is at the end of the podcast when we're done recording. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one is... You're all fucking suck. It's deep root pilgrimage. It's not just... Calm down. It's more than one. Yeah, there's two. Hackball of the Surging Soul. Yeah. So either way, still half point for you. It's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, that's right, Matt. We know, um, we know I got that right. Yeah, for yeah. half a point. For the, yeah, you, for the format. No, you've got the format right. Um, in the art, in this part of the article, it does actually talk about another card that is a uh, probably notable one that's been moving up. Yeah. And I, I would like to say to a certain somebody, you know who you are. Man, you got these cards from me on the cheap. Good for you, man. Good for you. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Friend, a friend in our Discord. Oh, good for yeah. them. I knew they would eventually go up. We were going to Ixalan, so yeah, I was fine with it. Um, uh, Vidalkian Hex Catcher. Um, it is a one and blue and one generic Merfolk Wizard for one one. It has Flash. Other Merfolk you control get plus one plus one. Sacrifice a Merfolk. Target counter. Non creature spell, unless it's controller phase one. So it's basically curse catcher 2.0. Yep. So, um, there you go. Now, card number two is broadside bombarders. It went up 96%, sitting at $16.60 noise cents. This is from, uh, this is from Ixalan, new Ixalan. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Here you go. So, uh, it is from the Commanders one. I'll give you that. It's from Commanders, the Lost Caverns of Ixalan. Okay. Yep. Average price as of today, $16.99. And market price, $16.28. European average, because there's no foils. Nine euro. 
67 cents. All-time low for this one, $3.38. All-time high, $19.99. Uh, it does have a uh, borderless version of it as well that's sitting at $13.02. Okay. Now, god damn it. <laughs> All right, so for two generic and a red, you get a goblin pirate with menace and haste. That is a 2-2 that has boast, sacrifice another creature or artifact, Broadside Bombarders deals damage equal to two plus the sacrifice permanence mana value to any target. That's all you got. That's all you got, sir. So second artifact, it deals or damage. Creature. Artifact or another artifact, artifact or, or creature, creature. that cannot sacrifice itself. And it deals two dam- er, uh, damage equal to the mana value plus two. Plus, plus two. two. Yep, plus yep, two. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Can you name... That format. I don't think that there's like a legacy deck that matters about this. I'm gonna guess it's it's commander and I don't know creature. I mean, hitting tokens, sacking a token, just shocks a thing. Using unwanted clues. What's making a lot of that shit right now? <laughs> Uh, cards, cards, cards yeah. make stuff. All the cards, all the cards are making all, all that bonus stuff. So it's commander, and <laughs> what's the thing that's making a lot of fucking tokens right now? That's important. Is there is there anything that's like doing a lot of token wise in commander that came out in like Lord of the Rings? It, remember, Doctor this who? is this itself is a new card. So yeah, I guess Lord, it could so, be going into an older deck. I love your I description on tokens when there's like a bajillion different fucking token makers in Commander. Wow. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yep. I have no clue still. Well, then you suck. You got a, com- you got a <laughs> Commander <know>. in mind? <laughs> yeah, what's the Commander? How about that? Okay, Commander in mind. <laughs> I'm. G- <laughs> Jesus Christ. Brea. Okay. Okay. Commander, Brea, final answer. Commander, Brea, final answer. Guess what, motherfucker? Zero points. And once again, you talked yourself out of it. It is Legacy Goblins that is finding a home. What? Hell no. No, it's real. This spike actually started already is this, last is this week. Janky mind goblin shit too with this. It's fucking Legacy Goblins. It's Legacy Goblins. It's a piece, man. But when it was too late to fit in the weekly, so it was going up last week. It could have been a part of weekly winners last week, but it came out too late. Also, we didn't have a show, so we went that out too. anyways. Uh, but the price is still very high. It still is in a lot of interest. This card so is absolute. <laughs> I'm reading the article at this point. Is absolutely nuts and is spiking because of popularity in Legacy. One of the decks mainly played is obviously Goblins. Yeah, oh, dog. <laughs> yeah, dog. Legacy Goblins. And the best part is you can just sack a Goblin yeah. and it'll just... Bolt something and shock. just like oh shock yeah. shock, but still it's yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. No, no, no. If you sack like a one drop goblin, well, I mean, a token then it would goblin, bolt something. Bolt yeah. something, yeah. But you Point sack, is, if you sack a token clue, yeah, it's it a just shock. Shock something, which is good. But you know what? I should have said fuck. I love that you talk yourself out of things sometimes. <laughs> All also, right, the last card on here: flaming goblins, man. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus. Sitting at eight dollars and forty-seven cents, went up a hundred and ninety-eight percent as of Friday. This comes out of the universes beyond Doctor Who decks. Mm. 
Average price right now on Monday is $12.13. Market price, $9.42. Foils, because there are foils of this, thanks <gasps> to collector's boosters. Woo! Sitting at $13.55. European average, one euro, 22 cents. All-time low for this card, $2.13. All-time high, $14. Now, it does have a couple other versions. So it has the regular printing. It has the regular printing in foil. It has the extended art one and the extended art in foil. Surge foil? Surge. Surge foil. Surge. Surge. Now. I got the surge. Uh, because these last two cards don't have a freaking thing. Uh, they're out of Commander decks. Commander, Oathbreaker, Legacy, Vintage. Both of them. They're both of the last two cards are legal in yep. that format. Now for five generic and two red, Ooh. you get a five-five non-legendary dinosaur creature with menace and paradox. Whenever you cast a spell from anywhere other than your hand. Flaming Tyrannosaurus deals three damage to any target, then put a plus one, plus one counter on Flaming Tyrannosaurus. When Flaming Tyrannosaurus dies, it deals damage equal to the power to each opponent. Cool. Now, good sir. A T-Rex bomb. Can you <laughs> name that format? Uh, EDH and the Pants Dinosaur, whatever, Pants a lot, Pants you sure about that one? Yeah, the new the new pant one. Because that sure? one that one puts Commander. You that sure? one pants? puts Commander. Are you saying Pam? Pant like pant 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 Luza pantalaza pantalaza. Is that the dinosaur? Yeah, I think so. You're talking about Hawatley's Raptor? No, not Hawatley's Raptor. No, There's the, a legendary the, fucking the precon Commander. No, that actually is Hawatley's Raptor in the yeah. story. Just so you know. Well, but it has a name. Yeah, it's Pantalaza. You're right on there the we name. Go, you son of a bitch. I know. I'm just asking you if you knew. I was asking about the tidbit. I'm sorry that I read about the story sometimes. That, that's, the, uh, that's the that's the dinosaur from the deck that I'm saying it goes with. That That's your EDH. final answer? Pant Boy. That's your final answer. Pants Boy? Pants Boy. Pants Boy has got a new name. <laughs> that's your that final oh, answer? answer. Locking boy. it in? I'm thinking. I'm gonna think out loud. I'm locking it in there, but I'm gonna be pissed. Well, if it's you're, at Laplani. You're you're, th- you're thinking out loud though, so you haven't locked it in. Are yeah, you thinking, thinking it out loud? Uh, I mean, what? Right, I got at, at, at is like the other one that makes dinosaurs come in. Uh, Gishath, Sun's Avatar. So like a bunch of dinos there. But I'm just gonna take a stab in the dark. Can I, can I guess all of them? <laughs> no, you only get one. That's why you need to lock in if you're doing. Okay, Commander. I'm locking in with Pant Boy. Okay, Pants well Boy. Uh, there is no card called Pant Boy. We're going to flip some tables here if you're going to be <laughs> Borbariggers with sitting my ass here. So it's actually because of a legacy deck again. You're fucking with me. I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get the fun. full point on this one. Fun. Somehow you, you make up some points for that. Pissed about that Deep Roots <laughs> fucking pilgrimage one, though. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you're more mad about the goblins, though, too. The goblin one sucked. Yes. Literally, you said legacy. I'm like, motherfucker, he's actually going to go ahead on on the leaderboard. And they start talking, and then you're like, no, he's he's talking himself out. Matt's going to talk himself out of this shit. All right, cool. I'm just going to say, with that fucking Lorwyn merfolk there, it was out this whole time with Kamen, and the fact that the article is saying, Kamen is the reason it's moving up, and not because of Deep Root Pilgrimage (laughs) is bullshit. All right, that is the like only reason why that's moving up. It doesn't tap shit. That is, that is the end. Matter. That is the end of the weekly winner's game. Let's hear some cheap pickups. Anthony, what you got for us? All right, cheap pickups. We got Hatchery Sliver out of the Commander Master stuff. It is slowly moving up from $4.82. Uh, 
Uh, this is one that was notified in the good old MTG Stocks Premium Penny Stocks feature. Uh, so if you're looking to get yourself some sliver stuff, you should. It is one in a green for a 2-2 two -two green sliver with replicate one in a green, which means you can cast a spell, copy it for each time you pay the replication cost, and also each of your slivers get replicate as well, which is equal to their mana cost. So more slivers. Get it while you can, especially while it's cheap, because this is a really powerful card. Uh, then we also have Titania, Voice of Gaia, out of the Brothers War. This is one of two halves of Melds. It is moving down slowly from 585. Uh, she is one and two green, legendary creature elemental, 3-4 with reach, and whenever one or more land cards are put into your graveyard from anywhere, you gain two life. And then, of course, at the beginning of your upkeep, if there are four or more cards in your graveyard, and you control her, plus also a land name, Argoth, Sanctum of Nature, you exile them and meld them to create a new creature. And then, to finish it off, we have Nissa Ravine, the old one from the original Zendikar block, or, well, Zendikar set of Zendikar block. Uh, she is moving down slowly as well, $6.50 at this time. Um, Planeswalker card for two, two green with two loyalty starting, plus one, search your library for a named or a card named Nissa's Chosen and put it onto the battlefield, then shelf your library. Another plus one, you gain two life for each elf you control. And then minus seven, search your library for any number of elf creature cards and put them onto the battlefield, then shelf your library. If you're looking for elf tribal, she's good to get. Mm. <laughs> she's not mm. bad. Listen, she's not bad. Being a sarcastic ass is the elf player at the table. Mm. But hey... Uh, Anthony, what have you ever wondered? Hey, I really want to know when that card is going to go up or down in price because of legacy. Yeah. What, what card specifically, Garrett? Yeah, whatever one you got wrong. That uh, you talking about that deep root pilgrimage? Yeah, I am talking about. Deep oh root man, pilgrimage, I would love to know if that card's ever going to go up in price. Well, hey, it's pretty I've, cheap right I've now. got a wonderful service for you that will notify you if cards are moving up and down in price. What what is it? It's called TCGSniper.com, baby. Oh, cool. What do they do? Oh, you know what? They notify you when products are moving up and down in price. Notice I said products, not just singles, because you can oh, really? do sealed product. You can do Funko Pops. You can do other trading card games because it's not just called MTG Sniper. It's TCG Sniper. It's TCG Sniper. So it's like got everything, anything on TCG I could find, right? Pretty much. Like if it's collectible, you could probably put it on there. Woot woot. You know, worst case scenario, you type it in and you can't you can't put the you know the silver coin on there because you know who knows. That's fair. That's bad for you, man. If you say that the guys at this week in MTG sent you, they'll give you three months of their plus membership for free, which allows you to get unlimited notifications on unlimited amount of products. Wow. How long? For three months. That's not bad. But you know, at the end of the three months, if you go, you know what, guys, I just can't really afford it. Don't worry, their basic membership of fifteen cards or products on a list it's not bad it's still not bad that's not bad you get some fun stories on when you get notifications <laughs> yeah it's true you do like matt and i could have had a shit ton of force of negations bam, bam, bam. for the cheap yeah. but it was entered wrong <laughs> couldn't slip it by him man yeah the, the we get, almost did i bought yeah. i bought what 50 copies did i say i was gonna buy yeah, yeah. and i just bought a playset. yeah you too. bought it I'm sitting here like, motherfucker, I'm going to get rich off of this shit and buy so many other cards. Too bad everything got untapped, you know? Right. So Un untapped. Yep. There was, a, there was a split second decision. Yep. That somebody fucked up and they had to retcon it. 
they uh, they entered in forty copies at seven dollars when they had seven, <laughs> seven copies, copies at forty dollars. Oh, that's what it was. I was gonna buy thirty. You were gonna buy a playset. Numbers are hard. Too. But yeah. yeah, but that's all I got on that TCG sniper business. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to add before we go to the end of the? Hey, what's the, the uh, what's the update on the scoreboard there? No oh, update on the scoreboard. Yeah. Uh, Casey at two points, Anthony at two points, Matt at 1.5 points. Get good, scrub. Yeah, get good. <laughs> hey, see, Anthony, I told you you had nothing to worry about. I that know. tie for first is just fine. <laughs> yeah, we're good. I get, I, got I get to play the game next week and Ooh. tie up. To first? To first. Oh, first. nice. Don't worry, I'll be, I'll, I'll be holding the back. I'm, I'm a good caboose. Somebody's got to hold our back end. Yes. Hold us down, man. Don't, uh, don't right. let us fly away. Matt, you got anything else? Or swim away. We ne- you always ask us. We never ask you. You got yeah. anything else? Yeah. What do you got for us? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just, I just make sure that I hit the button. Did That's you hit the, you hit the button? Didn't hit the button today. Are we on YouTube right now? Are we? Are we there? I don't know. Can anybody see us? I don't know. Hello, hello. <laughs> Thank hello. you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode 211 of This Week in MTG. As we wrap up another episode, we want to extend our deepest gratitude to our incredible listeners and Patreons. Your enthusiasm fuels our passion for all things Magic the Gathering, and we're honored to be a part of this vibrant community. Stay tuned for more exciting updates, discussions, and insights in the world of magic. Until next time, may your mana be plentiful and your draws ever favorable. Keep gathering those magical moments. Congratulations, you made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much. You check with him, make sure you, it's okay. You need to make sure you pay the toll troll. Okay? <laughs> I'm not and you get that. and you get away. <laughs> oh, you get away god. from my Billy Goat's gruff. Oh my god.